We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Station. Coming up on today's edition of Cody in Gold, we have NFL Vinsider Vinny Pasquantino at 12, or excuse me, 1030. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes at 11.45, and Nate Taylor in the 1 o'clock hour. And now, happy to see one person back, Cody Tap and Alex Gold. Thank you, Jed. It is Cody and Gold, I'm and back. we, we kind of got part of the show back. Cody Tap is back with me. Alex Gold here. Nick Short will be back next week. Jed Marshall producing for us today. How you feeling, man? You're back? You're feeling you're good? good? People are calling you Kovi Tap. That's rude. I had a, you know, I was sick. Going to be taking shots at me? Kovi Tap. I kind of, I, I understood it. I got it a little bit, you know? You should be, you should also be thrilled. Out of all days for you to come back, it's today because I'll be Wow. I, you know what? If I had to wait one more day, I'd have been really bummed. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk Chiefs football throughout the show. Nate Taylor's going to join us a little bit later on. We're going to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure Andy Reid's going to be asked about uh, the kicking, the comments from maybe Dustin Colquitt, and just like, has he seen anything with the holding from Tommy Towns and all that? We're going to get to that throughout the show. Uh, but I'll be honest. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino is going to join us at 1030 as well. And we always like talking to Vinny, but there's nothing I'm more looking forward to than about eight minutes from now, 10 minutes from now, and talking about what had twitter a buzz yesterday what had our text line active yesterday and people upset as a matter of fact that we weren't addressing something little did we know what was really going on you guys know exactly who and what i'm talking about chiefs aholic we will get to that (laughs) in about 10 minutes it is one of my favorite stories we've ever had since we've been doing this show for the last three years it is an all-timer so i can't wait to get to that honestly a never-ending trip down the rabbit hole is what that was. Oh, man. I Just just oof. focused on the million of different angles it turns out this story went. So, yes, I am very excited to talk about that as well. Better get to some other stuff because otherwise we're going to do the whole show on this. We'll probably end up spending a good chunk of the show on it. I'll be honest. I got part of You're me... Just warning people now? Yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a part of me... That wanted to just lead the entire show with it. There, there was part of me. I'll be as we were discussing planning out today's show, it continued to creep up and up and up. It, start- it started as trash uh-huh. of the day. Then it mm-hmm. was like maybe we'll get to it in the eleven, and then mm-hmm. you know, hey, maybe after Vinny at ten thirty, and then it was like mm-hmm. I'll wait ten minutes into this show and no further to discuss it. 
So we will get to that in just a couple of minutes. Um, I know you you obviously didn't have a chance yesterday to talk a whole lot about the the Chiefs Texans game, other than than some of the tweets I saw you sending out on your Twitter account. But my my thing was more about bigger picture, right? And like what sure. what what we're looking at from that performance. The Chiefs won; they got their seventh straight AFC West title. A win is a win. However, we know we're we're looking at what can they get done come playoff time, and you're feeling for that. And I I had said something in passing yesterday. But I wanted to dive into it a little bit deeper, and that was, does this have the same feeling as it did in 2019 and maybe some of the other years where the final stretch of the regular season, whatever you were feeling in those particular years, were they you know, maybe trending in the right direction? How confident were you feeling at the end of last season going into the postseason compared to now? How, how confident were you feeling in the Super Bowl year in 2019 at the end of the regular season heading into the postseason and where you're at now? Well, so... I was trying to view it from each individual year, really the Mahomes era, right? 2018 till now. And the two, I can confidently say I felt better about those teams going into the postseason. And I'm telling this is not hindsight. Were the two years they went to the Super Bowl. They were 12 and four and playing their best defensive football of the year. Their best complimentary football of the year. They were riding a high going into the postseason. They were riding a winning streak going into the postseason. It felt like they were building towards something the year they won the Super Bowl. So in 2019, I don't know that I've ever been more confident in a team. But I was also more confident in 2020. They'd only lost two games. They were clearly the best team in the NFL, despite the fact that they were the number two seed because of tiebreaker. We felt like they were the best team in the NFL. Or no, that was the year after. So like it was, we thought... For sure, that was the best team in the NFL. These last two years is where they start to get murky. And honestly, I think it felt better going into last year because they were coming off of two Super Bowls. I felt like their losses were explainable. They were against good teams again. And still, I thought they were playing better football at the end of the season than they were in the middle. This is for the first time in a long time. I think the Chiefs are playing worse football now than in other parts of the season. And that's largely because... They're putting out some of their worst defensive efforts and the turnovers continue to be a mess. It just feels like the mistakes have never gone away. So I think ranking them, this is probably the fourth least confident I've been going into the postseason. 2018 still wins because I knew a team had a fatal flaw. Like in 2018, you're like, I love this offense and Mahomes is great, but they cannot stop anyone. I was not confident they were going to the Super Bowl that year because they had the league's worst defense. How much is is this also knowing what you have ahead of you in terms of the competition and how much does sure. that factor that in? Even more than, hey, your own problems that have to be addressed. Because in 2018, Tom Brady was still in your conference and we know ultimately they would play in the AFC title. Tom Brady was still there. And this year, it's Burrow and Allen exist. And and we'll see, you know, and maybe Tua or Herbert or, or whoever, or, or Lamar Jackson. Who you know, if he's held, they're it's a deep tougher field. tougher road. It appears. I think that factors in. I'll go back though to, to the 2020 season where we know ultimately that the Chiefs were trying to repeat. They lost and, and got blown out in the Super Bowl. And there were injuries heading into that postseason. That's the one thing. And I'll knock on wood here. The one thing right now that. It's a different feeling. I, I still put this one in a better spot than that year because of there were offensive line injuries. As much and as they we've just been got crit- worse and worse. As much as yeah. we've been critical, and I think fairly, about right now what your your confidence is on both your left and your right tackle, this offensive line They're is there. healthy. And overall, this this team is healthy. They're going to get McCole Hardman back maybe this week, if not the week after. Kadarius Tony was on a snap count 
uh, on Sunday against the Texans, but did play. As I said over and over for Tony, to me, it's about can he string consecutive games and therefore multiple weeks of practices together and not be limited. Uh, that that's my big question about Tony more than even production this past Sunday or this Sunday's. Can he I just can he, can he be available? Return. You thought it was weird he had punt return? Yeah, why? If I think if he, he was can't get on the field, why? Yeah, but so I think he return punts. I think he was 100% for the game. I just think they wanted him on a snap count because they just I think he was 100% but on a snap count. Sure. So that's why they probably still and we'll see when McCole Hartman to comes me, back. To me, Justin Watson can return kicks the rest of the year and just fair just catch. Just fair it. catch. Yeah, just yeah. put that. Look, if you're at a moment where you need a big time punt return that can possibly return for a touchdown, sure, put him or McCole back there, right? Yeah. Do the thing you got to do the way you used to do it with Tyreek, but for the rest of the season, fair mm-hmm. catches are fine. They're the number one offense in the NFL for a reason. And for that reason, I can trust the fact that they can handle their business. I Maybe you're right, but it's, it's, it's towards, it's at best the middle, right? Because in 2019, I remember the way you were talking. Yeah. In 20, like, I remember the way you felt about that team well, the, going into the year. That was the maximum. See, like the concern is that was the maximum confidence year for all of us. And not in hindsight, not just because yeah. they won the Super Bowl, but because it felt like the vibe was right with the team. Things were right. Right now, we've got punters complaining about other punters on Twitter. We've got defensive <laughs> players admitting they're making mistakes. They've had a turnover well, in nine straight games. They're close against bad teams in games in which they also dominated. That's a weird thing to be occurring all at once with a team three games before the postseason is to kick off. And that's why, like, the like the feeling of, like, I want to be like, all right, confidence, one to ten. The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I don't know, like a five? Like, it's not that Let I don't think though, that they can, I, I, but like a five, the vibes aren't right. I, I, for that part, for that part at least, I'll go back to, again, the competition. If we were to do, if you were to ask, sure. honestly, people in Cincinnati, what's their confidence winning the Super Bowl? What's the Bills fans' confidence winning the Super Bowl? I, I don't know if anybody's sitting there. Above at, a five? About, um, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe someone in... Well, in, sure, individual in, in, in fan, Buffalo yeah. because they think they're going to finally get the one seed. They think that's been the biggest difference why they haven't got to a Super Bowl. Maybe their answer is a six or a seven. But I just I don't know how anybody is ultra confident on the AFC side uh, heading into it. I, I think the the difference in 2019. You're right. There was a different feel. The, the defense was trending in the right direction. We know post Tennessee game in that regular season. All of a sudden, everything they swung. Were top five defense in the NFL. Yeah, they were playing incredible. Uh, this go around, they got six different rookies rotating in on defense, and, and so now we're seeing some of those struggles come to light a little bit more. The hope is that they can give you any bit of confidence for them heading into the postseason. But that's why it feels a little bit different. I also think this go around. But offensively, man, I still feel great about the offense. Yeah, nine straight games of turnovers is ridiculous. We, we hit on that. We'll hit on it again coming up at eleven o'clock. But. I mean, they lead the NFL in points per game, yards per game, yards per play, third down conversion rate. Uh, I mean, that that's ridiculous, honestly. So I still feel great. The offense is still good enough. Um, but, yeah, it's going to come down to this turnover percentage, I think, more than anything else because uh, asking the defense suddenly to have this huge surge probably is very unlikely. It's already now the middle, almost end of December. I mean, Christmas is this weekend. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't think you, you th- that you're going to flip a switch there. Can you fix the turnovers, though, to a point where you're at least not turning it over? As I've said, it's not about the, the takeaways for me, personally. It's more about the giveaways. If you're not going to get the takeaways, it's fine. But can you, can you find a way to, to not get it? I'm laughing because you're trying to get Jed in trouble again. You said Christmas is weekend. Hanukkah's now. Hanukkah is Should going you on right now. all the holidays? Well, trust me, I'm well aware of the Hanukkah. <laughs> trust me, I'm, believe it, I am very well aware of the Hanukkah is going on. 
but 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 Christmas is this weekend. It's more just a benchmark. If I say if I say Hanukkah is going on, that could actually be in some years That's right a moving after target. Yeah, that could be right after Thanksgiving in some years. It's it, it does fluctuate. Christmas, we all we can all put that in our minds of typically when that is every single year. It turns out it's the same day. It turns out, <laughs> turns out that that's, it turns out that's how that works. Why didn't you pick Boxing Day? Uh, I don't know what day Boxing Day is. Well, it's the 26th. 26. It's okay. the same day, day every year. No, well, I'm not in Canada, so I don't know. Wow. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not in, I'm not in Canada. I don't have their national cal- holiday calendar. <laughs> memorized? B- memorized. Believe it or not, I, I don't. Fair I enough. Don't. I do not have that. All right, let, let's stop. Let's let's just get to what I, I honestly think is you one of talk about? the more amazing stories we've ever had on on this show. And, of course, it has to do with Chiefs Chiefsaholic. So let's back up a little bit. Yesterday, Cody, you were gone, but multiple people during the show texted in and they said, hey, have you guys seen Chiefs Chiefsaholic is missing? Nobody, he's, he hasn't tweeted in three days. What's, do you guys know what's going on? Can you, can yeah, you help, I saw a couple can of you, tweets can, earlier in the day. Can you help out? Uh, some fellow Chiefs fans finding, and, and I'll be honest, we did not talk about it during our show when he was just missing. I was like, okay, let's see. He's, he's missing from Twitter, okay? He, missed for, he hadn't tweeted in three days. Doesn't necessarily mean he's missing. Nobody at the time knew his real name or anything. So we kind of, we, did, we didn't do anything with it because it's, you know, maybe a missing person. Who knows? About an hour after the show, if that, maybe sooner, suddenly, as Twitter detectives and Reddit detectives do, people started putting two and two together, uh, people were concerned initially, and it turns out that this individual allegedly was perfectly safe. We're, we're glad to say um, he was accounted for as well. He was by the state. He wasn't missing. Oklahoma. Turns out the uh, what the Bigsby and Tulsa Police Department very much had him accounted for. Uh, he allegedly robbed a bank, so he was not really missing. And then, of course, that prompts everybody to do a deeper dive on superfan Chief Saholic, who uh, we don't know when he'll ever be uh, not in jail since he's on a $200,000 bond. Well, based on his spending habits on Twitter, he might have that $200,000. He, he might. Uh, he, he perhaps could. It turns out that he goes to every away game, home and away, and perhaps maybe we find out uh, that – He's been stopping a few places along the way. And let me just say, it's not Pilot J, not Flying J, whatever it's called, travel centers, not stopping up the quick trip in Oklahoma where they got a bunch of those. Turns out maybe making a little pit stop on the way to Houston didn't make it to the Texans game. This, and I know that it's alleged right now because it's still in the process of mm-hmm. uh, the, le- the, legal, That's right. the legal system. He's knocking off a bank <laughs> on his way to the Texans game? Super fan. One. I guess we should have seen this because if you backtrack some of like the spinning habits on this, you go hold on. Hold on. It's you, borderline you guess, insane. You guess we should have seen what this. What did we think he did for a living? Was he like I an mean, oil tycoon? It makes, he was spending eighty thousand dollars on bills bets based on his Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> in hindsight, you're like, how did this guy have this money? Now. I think it was quite the turn yesterday when everybody learned that a p- potentially he was robbing a bank. Be very, I'll say, if, if I've ever gone from like two or three days from Twitter, do not go looking for me because clearly only terrible things can come of that. Jen, if you're missing for two or three days on Twitter, I promise to not go looking for you till like a family member expresses concern about your absence. I go missing on Twitter all the time. I hardly ever tweet anymore. <laughs> yeah, like on this show... Back in September, October, we mentioned our guy Jody Fortson getting a touchdown. 
And I remember making the comment because we brought up a certain bet that somebody made to win $18,000. And it was Chief Superfan Chief Saholic. And I think I made the comment, Cody, and said, man, must be nice to be able to just bet a thousand bucks on an anytime touchdown bet. It turns out, it turns out that, yeah, it's not a normal type of bet to make that perhaps, perhaps allegedly um, those funds were coming from other sources. What's your working theory? For, you think he was robbing banks this whole time? Um, <laughs> robbing people this whole time? Maybe not. Maybe not banks. Maybe there was other. Maybe there were other places. People. I don't want to. There. There's some other people that did some digging on on the individual's past, and there's there's some history there of of theft and other things. Um, so perhaps uh, this is just kind of the life this guy was was living for a while. There's some gold mine, like just golden tweets that were sent in hindsight. Someone text line, Nick and Chiefs of Holly should be in the same jail cell. <laughs> Nick threw a baseball at my head. Apples to yeah. apples. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the tweets, uh. you alluded to it. He he would tweet out these bets he would make. And one of them was an $80,000 bet on the Chiefs to cover against the Bills. Uh, that was a losing bet, by the way. Another one was a $1,000 bet on a same-game parlay that had six legs. Like, who does that? Unless you're absolutely loaded. Well, who does it? Maybe someone that's... Uh, finding money in other ways. In fact, this tweet might be my favorite one. Quote, I make a good living. Someone was asking how he has all this money. This was back on November 26th, right after, right around Thanksgiving. I make a good living, plus I hustle in private. House money I'm playing with, to be honest. Well, hustling in private, I guess that is one way to describe perhaps what you were doing. Can we talk about what a year it's been for Chiefs superfans? If you yeah. are a Chiefs superfan and listening to this show, I'd be very leery. Been a tough year. Been a tough year for the Chiefs superfans. What, you don't remember this? Yeah. It says that I'm a meth addict, which I, I'm a cocaine addict and alcoholic. Been clean for four years. He said I threw a water bottle at him, which I didn't. And I flipped my car a week ago Tuesday. So it's been a wild week. Do you remember the news stories of X Factor oh, yeah. walking out of the hospital? Gown still on? <laughs> yes, I'll never forget that image. <laughs> on his head? Uh-huh. Being interviewed by the news? It's been a weird year for Chiefs super fandom. Yeah. Um, super fans, um, perhaps a little bit more to the, 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 the whole image than, than they let on at times, it turns out. At least in Kansas City, Cody. Like, I just... I. I couldn't stop going through different versions of this story. Look, I know that the the photo of the guy in the wolf mask actually robbing the bank is fake. I understand that that's an old photo of a one different of the char- robbery. One of, one of the charges was this guy was wearing a, committing a felony while mer- wearing a mask. But now, there's unfor- been no evidence to this point that it was in no, the wolf costume. It, it wasn't. Unfortunately, it was just a regular like black mask. But yes, the the image. I, I want to believe that he wore his wolf costume that he wears to Chiefs games. And let's be honest, like, you go back and you, it, it, some of it makes a little bit more sense to your point, Cody. Like, there are some tweets uh, of him tweeting out, like, the road trip map to the Cincinnati game. And he says, damn sure I hope I make it in time. And it's a map from Dallas and a road map all the way to Indy. For a guy that was making $80,000 bets, you're like, well, why wouldn't you just fly to the game, man? Why would you, why wouldn't I just fly, if you got all this money, fly from Kansas There's City. There's an old tweet of him talking about somebody using his private Pilot! You know, why, why not fly? And it turns out maybe we've learned why he doesn't fly from KCI down to 
Houston Hobby Airport for the Texans game because maybe there's a pit stop or two he takes on road trips, allegedly. I just, it, it's, it was one of the weirder stories <laughs> of the entire year. Now, it's December, right? We got an entire year's worth. And there is no way that I thought the earlier tweets of people saying, hey, this guy, has anyone heard from him? His phone's going to voicemail. It's been a few hours, you know, it's been a few days. Mm -hmm. Said he was on the way to the game. He didn't send anything from the game. That's very weird for him. He clearly had been to every single road game this year for the Chiefs and posted (laughs) videos and stuff from every. So, like, it was weird that he had been quiet during the Texans game only to find out he's in custody mm-hmm. for allegedly robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. The teacher's credit and he got union. Caught in, the teacher's credit union got caught in six minutes. Yeah. That's so, remarkably quick for being caught for robbing a bank. I want to make clear. Like, does, does anyone have questions about who all of these people are who knew that he was just missing for, for so many days and were calling his cell phone knowing that it went straight to voicemail? I have questions about those people. Like what do you how mean, people that were concerned for this guy's well-being? It sounds like or? they could be accomplices, alleged accomplices. I think they're probably natural reaction for some people. They were concerned about someone they clearly did not know, and I think that is a uh, a reminder that social media is not the real world. It's like it's not real. Social well, sure media, social media is completely fake. Uh, I think this is a, this clearly shows that more than ever before that it doesn't like someone that turns out wears a wolf costume and calls themselves Chief Taholic may not be who you think they are. To me, I think that's exactly who I thought this man would be. (laughs) You thought he was a bank robber the whole time? Uh, Allegedly. If if you're Chiefsaholic, there's a lot going on in your life. I absolutely would 100% consume a local 30 for 30 on this. Oh, if we find out, Cody. Every second of this story, (laughs) I would watch a documentary on. If if we find out that this guy actually was going on road trips and just making a few pit stops. Again, Southwest Airlines, you can't fly. They don't stop. They don't stop at banks on the way. Southwest is a nonstop flight. (laughs) When you drive, you can stop off at the teacher's credit union on the way to Houston. Well, and I think to Cody's point, just a 30 for 30 about the chief super fan culture. I've, I'd like yeah, that. That would be episode. a banger, right? Just like like the last dance, right? like a 10 parter <laughs> on Red Extreme and X Factor. And now Chiefsaholic, just get just just get me each. Each person gets their own breakout episode and we can really come to the I said yesterday the bottom I, of this. You can put like a good feel good story in there, too, if you want. Sure. Yeah, I, I told I I tweeted this out. I hope Carrington takes it seriously. I said this is Carrington. You you had your great basketball documentary, very popular that you did. Uh, I think this is the next project, man. I think this is the next project. I think he should his next documentary should be about. Should Chiefs, we get into should, documentary Chiefs, filmmaking game? Well, I'll let Carrington get first right of refusal on this. Okay, that's fair. Um, and then Chiefs super fans, and now this is going to be a huge chunk of it. Is there any who else needs to be included in this? I guess hit me up on the text line, 913 well, I mean, 586 The guy who dresses up like Superman? That guy's at all sporting events, though. Does he qualify if he's at both? The lady with the punching. Yeah, the lady with the puppets. Oh, I've seen that. Yep. We're going to get to something, don't worry, text line a little bit later on. Uh, people have, I think, hit on the elephant in the room a little bit since I am doing this show now with, up with Cody, uh, who's back. Uh, and, and some of our very loyal listeners, I appreciate you guys are remembering what I'm remembering right now as well. It kind of just it just hit me as well. There, there's been some past discussions on this very show. Oh, no, that's some past discussions back. on this very show of Cody handing out advice 
to bank robbers as a former bank teller. And we warned you. We warned you numerous times that you should not be giving out advice Mm. to our listening audience of how to approach bank tellers. We said that's dangerous activity, Cody. Dangerous. It could prompt dangerous things to happen. It could maybe convince someone to rob a bank. And we fast forward six months later. And what has happened? So, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. I think you, you need to address that. Uh, I hadn't really thought about that, at least on this end. That's a bit concerning. Someone says belly boy is another one you need to keep the mystery of belly, belly boy. boy. Yeah, see, look, there's a lot. There's a whole yeah. series here. It's not just one documentary. It's Or it is one documentary, but it's longer than 30 minutes. There's an endless amount of conversations that could be had specifically just around this year alone. People are wondering your whereabouts the last couple of days as well. Uh, I can I can account for my whereabouts. Okay, we'll get to I that. I did not later. leave town. No, I was not anywhere near Oklahoma. Okay, all right. We'll get more into this. Chief Saholic, Cody's past, and advice that he's handed out coming up a little bit later on in the eleven o'clock hour. But up next, let's get back to some NFL. Our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquatino, he was on the sideline at the Jets game. Uh, a couple funny things that happened in relation to that, and we'll get his thoughts uh, on the Chiefs heading into the postseason in a couple weeks. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Now, joining Cody and Gold. Hey, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, let me tell you that. It's your 2022 VinFL Insider. Are his hands going to get any bigger? Royals first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. As a uh, potential future Chiefs fan, we hate the Broncos. Vinny Pasquantino, he joins us every Tuesday here on Cody and Gold. I, I want to get to your trip there to the Jets game, and uh, you were running the Jets' social media account, it looked like a little bit, and all that. But have you uh, have you seen at all what Chiefs fans are talking about in the last 24 hours or so, this this story about Chiefsaholic, the super fan? Yeah, I had to catch up a little bit last night. Um, I'm a little bit confused because I don't know who the guy is, but I guess <laughs> – is the story correct that he was funding his trips to Chiefs games by robbing banks? Allegedly, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, the very least, it while wearing <laughs> while wearing the same mask that he would wear two games. Now, I think that that might be a bit of an exaggeration, or more just what we hope was happening, Vinny. Because if you're okay. going to be a bank robber and you're going to be a guy who dresses in a wolf costume, we kind of want the two worlds to collide, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I've never personally robbed a bank but <laughs> if i did i probably wouldn't want to look like who i look like at home I, I i don't know it's a confusing situation um uh so <laughs> yeah don't rob banks people just let banks be and you know tr- try to fund your trips to the games i know they're expensive but you know try to do it legally Vinny, i gotta be honest <laughs> you would be one of the most difficult people ever to get away with a bank. you can't be six foot four <laughs> professional baseball player and try to get away with a bank robbery won't work uh, yeah but let me tell you I'll, I'll flip this back around to the jets game i went to uh, people do not care uh who baseball players are that is what i learned this weekend as i shared a suite with two tiktok guys um who i did not know before this weekend i knew kind of one of them uh, one of them was meals by uh Cuge, i think his name is c-u-g he's an italian guy who does some stuff in new york he's got like a million followers and then the other guy is kyle gordon who does a bunch of stuff there too and Kids found out that I played in uh, the major leagues, and then they found out they were, there was uh, some TikTokers in there, and they freaked out, asking them for pictures and everything. <laughs> I almost took one of the pictures. Um, so, that, you know, <laughs> it's an exciting time. So maybe I could be able to get away with it. So, wait, you're, okay, you're at the Jets game. Uh, we, we saw you had sideline passes, and it, then it sounds like you were, you were in a suite as well. But none of, the, none of the people in the suite knew who you were. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, that is very correct. Not even – not even uh, close to knowing is, who is that I was. Kind of, so, in, which, in, in a weird way, is that kind of nice, though? Like, do you kind of like being able to fly under the radar a bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, like you said, as a 6'4", 250-pound individual, I don't really fly under the radar anyway. So, it's kind of <laughs> nice that, you know, I could still walk around and people are like, who's this guy wearing a bunch of green? So, that's just, it's cool. Maybe the lesson is is that we need to start a food TikTok, Vinny, because this guy's got 2.3 million followers. Uh, that's unbelievable. So good for that guy. Uh, he's really nice. And his crew that he was with super nice. I'm actually going to do a podcast with one of them, uh, with Sabino, uh, who was also pretty famous on Instagram. I'm going to go see him cause I'm going to the jets Jaguars game on Thursday night. So Ooh. when I stop in New York, I'm heading over to Brooklyn to record a podcast with them. So what was uh, that experience like, by the way, before we talk about a couple of the other things happening in the NFL, you're a professional baseball player. You play in professional baseball stadiums and yet it seemed like you were a kid on Christmas Day based on the videos from the Jets' Twitter account. Yeah, I mean, I grew up my entire life watching Jets games on TV, and I I have been to three Jets games, I think, in my entire life. And being able to get to MetLife and go on the stadium with some of my friends from college, too, was just I was a kid in a candy store. I mean, it was just unbelievable going to 
you know, it felt good to be back in a stadium on the field again too. So, you know, my adrenaline was up. It was nice to, uh, you know, I watched them every week on TV. So it was nice to see them in action. And now you're making three straight games. How is that? Like, I like how you went from, I went from three to my life and you're going to three straight Jets games. Is that right? Uh, two, two straight. So I'm going, okay. I went this past week and then, um, then I'm going this week on Thursday. Kind of funny story. I'll be in Seattle next week and the Jets play at the Seahawks, but I will not be going to the game. I'll be leaving before then, but then I will be going to the Jets Dolphins game the last weekend of the season. Okay. So when's your next chiefs game? That's we well, know we first, haven't gotten you to chiefs Arrowhead game. yet. Are we close uh, the, to locking in a date for your first ever Chiefs game? Yeah, as long as the Jets are not in the playoffs, <laughs> I will be at the Chiefs game, the first playoff game that they have. So I'll be there. I'll be wearing red unless they're playing the Jets, in which case I think everybody would give me a pass to maybe wear white. Um, so, so yeah, I, I'll be there. I'll be at Arrowhead this, this playoff season. We're talking to our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino, thinking of the playoffs. Who do you think gets that final playoff spot right now? I know you hope it's your Jets, but looking at where things are situated, suddenly the, the Chargers have an 80% chance to make the playoffs. It seems like they're going to be fine. It's down to the, what, the Dolphins, Patriots, or, or Jets? Yeah, so the uh, believe me, I've been on the playoff simulator. I've been doing everything I can to try <laughs> to figure out. That's something you Chiefs fans don't have to worry about. You know, uh, You're always in, so you don't have to look up <laughs> scenarios. But so yeah, it's basically going to come down. It like more than likely, it's going to come down to Week 18 in Miami. Jets, Dolphins, win and in scenario, and that would include the Jets. The Jets have to win out, and they need the Patriots to lose to the Bills. They need the Dolphins um, to lose, I believe, one, and then go into that last game. So I mean, more importantly, Jets got to win out. That's all that matters. So we're we're looking at Thursday night. I know no Mike White again this Thursday night. So are you confident your guy Wilson can get it done? Yes. <laughs> just want to make you're going to be in attendance you're 0 and one in attendance this year but the game was close and detroit's one yeah, of the actually, hottest teams in the nfl actually over the past two years i'm 0 and two i went Oof. with my friends last year to the jets eagles game i'm 0 and two so i'm i'm looking to uh you know get a win on my calendar before i head to arrowhead because if i'm over going into that game i don't think anybody's going to want me there i think in the jets game the one you were at there it might have been the only game in the nfl slate where there wasn't serious controversy over uh, a refereeing decision. Do you think NFL referees can have a vendetta against a certain team? I think it's tough to say. You never know what goes on, goes on in the mind of an individual. Um, it does seem to, it feels like there are some specific names that are in specific games that specific things happen. Um, that's all I'll do. Uh, that's all I'll comment on that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think for the most part, NFL referees do a good job and you know, I hope they continue to get better. It's, this sounds like a dangerous path because if I say that referees can have a vendetta, then it might be bordering on umpire territory. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, you know, whatever. No comment. <laughs> Vinny, the, the fancy football playoffs are underway for a lot of people. Uh, I, I think we all know, unfortunately, right, you, you did not make it, but who did? No, no, I did make the playoffs. You did? I wow. Snuck the, oh, I yeah. snuck in as the five seed, and then I got stomped. Uh, oh. Jonathan Taylor getting hurt really uh, really messed with me, and I haven't even looked it up because I was busy on Sunday, but did Pat Fryermuth just not play? Um, it's zero points. Did he, did he not play football this weekend? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. But uh, I'm out. Um, so I'm just going to sit on that for a while um, and, you know, look forward to next year. How many teams make the playoffs in years? Is it four teams? Six. Six, Six. teams, top two. The winners of each division get a bye. Okay, so who who stomped your team? Which team destroyed yours? It was uh, it was Granky. Uh, <laughs> figures. Yeah. Figures. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I wanted to check back in. I at least want to know who ends up winning it. We know we're down yeah, to the no, final I, four teams now, right? And Zach Greinke is one of them. Yeah, it's uh, Singer versus Greinke, and then Luke Weaver slash Taylor Clark versus, uh, uh, I think, Bobby. But oh. I'm not 100% sure. God, it's a murderer's row. Singer, Grinky, Bobby. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 some of the biggest names on the team. Yeah, we're you know those guys are in a really good spot. I, however, am not. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider. Have fun Thursday night. Though, quick turnaround. Jets and Jags. Huge, huge game yep. in the AFC. Yep, that's right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. There you go. Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider, joins us every Tuesday here on Cody and Gold. He looked like he was having an awesome. Yeah, time. I saw. I mean, he took. They had him run the social media account for the Jets on the sideline. That has to be a weird spot, though. Yeah, he's in the suite, and there's just tells you how different things are. Words. You've got what, eighteen-year-old kids that are excited to see the TikTok creators more than the professional baseball player. Well, that guy has Unreal. two. I know. Point I three. I know. It's just something. Followers that, on TikTok. This is just like again, we're I guess you know, for if you get getting older, when it's like, what the hell does make any sense? But I I guess I get it. I guess so. You ever seen like I don't know if you've seen recently. You've got nieces and nephews. Yeah. But if you go to any like fourth grade class, and it's just like. What do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Yes. YouTuber, TikToker. Those are common. Those are common. Look, you answers. can make millions of dollars if you get to the level that some of these TikTok creators are. No doubt. I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It's just, it's wild to me. They just want to be Mr. Beast when they grow up. <laughs> I still have no idea who the hell that is. That's the most famous of all of I, the I, social I, media I YouTubers. No idea. no idea who that is. You don't I don't know. just, I don't just sit around, like, I've watched TikTok videos, obviously, but I don't just sit around and, like, Watch TikTok for an hour every day and just scroll through. I, I don't. I don't do that. That's What's your daily like. TikTok use? <sighs> is it daily? No. Twitter's daily. Twitter's daily. Instagram's daily. TikTok isn't every couple days. Where I gotta be really bored if I'm gonna spend more than a few minutes on there. Mr. Beast is worth a hundred million dollars, man. Is this the one? This isn't the guy that we talked about that did the video of where he may or may not have done a certain act on a friend. No, that was Blippy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That was where that's blippy. Mr. Beast is the guy who like recreated the squid games, but for people who subscribe to his channel or, okay. I don't know. He does all kinds of stuff. He makes a lot of money. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's super rich. He's a very famous YouTube guy and TikTok or whatever. I just think you subscribe. You're one of his subscribers on. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I like TikTok is one of those ones for me. Like you, it's like, it's like how some people use Twitter. It's like, I eh, just kind of like, if, I, if I'm if i on it, it's mindless, quick scrolling. I don't think that I seek out content the way I do on Twitter. Was tic- that's our was, age. Was TikTok talking about Chiefsaholic or was Twitter? Just Twitter. Probably both. Both? Everywhere? Reddit was. I know that. Yeah, I don't think there's a social media platform that dodged Chiefsaholic. Okay. We'll get to Jed Talks coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but the MVP race before the Chiefsaholic stuff, that was actually kind of the talk of, of Twitter, believe it or not, uh, and certainly was nationally because of a wild swing from the minute we got off the air. Yesterday, Bank and I were having a, a conversation about the MVP race and how you know Mahomes had tightened the gap, but that Jalen Hurts still had the narrative on his side. At that point in time, around noon yesterday, Jalen Hurts was minus 150, Mahomes was plus 150. So he had narrowed the gap in the betting market, but still was not the favorite. Then suddenly, around 2 o'clock, there was a massive swing in both the Eagles-Cowboys game and also the betting market, and there was speculation about injury for Hurts. The Eagles went from you know being like a one-point favorite uh, to a four-and-a-half or one-point dog to being a, like a four-and-a-half-point uh, dog. So that's a huge swing. 
the MVP market. All of a sudden, Mahomes went to minus 150 from plus 150. You're like, what's going on here? Are they going to the benching starters? Now or he's gotta, like minus gotta, 275. Got to be a got to be an injury. Then we find out from Adam Schefter later, about 30 minutes later, but the betting markets basically told us a key injury happened to Hertz before it got reported, which is kind of cool, kind of crazy. But fast forward to later, and now as it sits at 10:44 here on a Thursday or on a on a on a Wednesday. Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, my God. You are way I'm off. I'm way off. I'm off Thursday, Friday, and so I'm, my days are this all This is Thursday yeah. to you, but yeah. it's Tuesday to so, everyone else. Mahomes. How drunk are you right now? It's 1040. I wish I had a drink already. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, minus 350. Minus 350 at FanDuel. Jalen Hurts, plus 550. Josh Allen, 6-1. to one. Burrow, 6-1. to one. I, I think, Cody, that Mahomes has about a 70% chance now. Uh, to win the MVP because of the injury. And Jalen Hurts might miss two games, could miss all three because they may not need the third game. I think there's about a 20% chance or so that Burrow or Allen win it. The winner of Burrow versus Allen, they play each other. And then I'll still give like a 10% chance that Jalen Hurts does. I just, because of the narrative, but he's going to be so far. one game, sure. Yeah, he's going to be so far back statistically. I really don't, because I thought Patrick Mahomes deserved to win the MVP before, right? So obviously I'm not going to say that uh, Jalen Hurts injury shouldn't factor in, but also that's the way this works. Yes. Like I saw Peter Schrager make the argument, like try to make the argument that is, Hey, if you know, Jalen Hurts misses the rest of the season, that should not hurt his MVP thing. And of course the very first thing he cites is record. That should not be the first thing you cite. Jalen Hurts has a lot of things on his side, total yards, total touchdowns, etc. That you should be making the argument for long before you make the argument for uh, he just has a better record than Mahomes because records are flexible. They move. Strength of schedule is flexible. It moves. Talent around the roster is flexible. You know, like those things do matter. Mahomes deserved to win the MVP anyway, but if Jalen Hurts misses, yeah, he deserves to get knocked off the list. Ask Carson Wentz about that in the year the sure. Eagles won the Super Bowl. He was the MVP favorite. Yeah, now that was before wasn't even, he got injured. He was. Now that was, if I if I recall, my memory's right. That was more of like a week 10, 11, or twelve injury, not a week. It was sixteen. But I'm with you. It I, was, but I, his I, odds I, dropped that week yeah. immediately because yeah. everybody understands that when you're going to miss time, and I understand he's going to miss more time. Than Correct. Jalen That's Hurts the difference. Is. Yeah. But if you miss three games, how are you? If you're the voter at the end of this thing, let's call it already a tight race because I think it was mm-hmm. because the betting odds would have told you before it was a tight race. So it's a tight race. How am I at the end of the year, if I vote for the MVP, not going to vote for the guy who is going to end up finishing with 15, 1,600 more total yards? I'm talking rushing and receiving. Yeah. 1,500 more yards, 10 more touchdowns, the same, you know, like, a, you know, the similar number of the similar record. Like, how am I not going to vote for the other guy at yeah. the end? If they were close anyway, and one guy's counting stats gets so much further ahead than the other guy, then to me, there is only one way to vote. Yeah, I, I don't know if the biggest worry anymore is is Jalen Hurts. Like I said, I think it's like a temper. I know I know he's plus 550 and Allen and Burrow plus 600. I, I think Mahomes has a great chance to win it now. But the question is, yeah, can can anybody else catch Mahomes? And it's if Burrow, Burrow and Allen outduel uh, each other. And it's got to be like yeah. one of those guys goes for what, 300 yards and three touchdowns? Yeah, I mean, it's the winner Wins. of that. The, the loser of that head-to-head is done in the MVP race. I mean, the, the other one still moves on, and then it, the, then it becomes a little bit of a, a debate. Um, but I, I think we see, and this can happen for any of these guys, 
how quickly and wide the odds uh, for awards markets kind of fun, but also, you know, you, there's a lot of unknown with it. When preseason you make your MVP or coach of the year bets and look at all the things that have happened that now are impacted by the Jalen Hurts injury. The Jalen Hurts injury impacts obviously the MVP race, but it also impacts the offensive player of the year race. It impacts the coach of the year race because if Nick Sirianni loses out, there's a chance that suddenly he's not coach of the year. And all of a sudden Dan Campbell or somebody else wins coach of the year. I mean, it has major repercussions. It looks like the reports are that Jalen Hurts will be good to go by the playoffs, which is obviously a good thing because he's had a great year. But from an MVP perspective, nobody wants anybody to get hurt. But if you are someone that's holding the Mahomes MVP ticket, yesterday was great news for those those that were holding MVP tickets like us. Which is most of us, yep. At least in Kansas City, most of us. uh, We talk about this all the time with the MVP. What's the narrative for Allen or Burrow? Like, what's the story you Joe, know? I think Joe Burrow has, to me, potentially, if he if he beats Josh Allen. Uh, he beat Mahomes the, and he beat Allen. Is that his story? I, I think so. Is and, that Josh Allen's and, story, too? He and, beat Burrow and Mahomes? Different for each. So I feel this is my opinion, at least. Not. So, Burrow, what you said there, but also Burrow statistically is a little bit closer, passing yardage-wise. Yeah, uh, he's still 600 yards yeah. behind Mahomes and four but he, touchdowns. But he's but closer. Yes. The narrative for Josh Allen, if he beats Burrow, is that a head-to-head win of Mahomes and what would we have said before the season started for the MVP races? We would have said that uh, it's probably going to make whoever you think is going to be the top team in the AFC and, and, and the top team in the NFC, the quarterbacks of those teams have a decent chance. Makes sense. Well, if Josh Allen wins he, it, then they're the one seed. the one seed, seed that's the argument for it. I, I, I don't think that's going to be what plays out in terms of Allen winning it, but that's the argument. If you're asking, like, what's the argument for Allen, that'll be the case that some people try to make. If Josh Allen ends up as the one seed and the numbers aren't too far off. That would be the argument for some. I think Mahomes is in a great spot now. He can't have a dud, though, on Saturday in five-degree weather uh, against Seattle. He can't have two or three picks. He needs to continue to play at this high level. That's the kind of weather cold enough that can actually – you know, we talk about, like, snow and stuff. If it gets that cold, it can actually affect offenses. The wind chill temperature for the Chiefs game is supposed to be around minus 6 or minus 7. Buffalo, too, by the way, is supposed to be, like, minus 11 or 12. Chiefsaholic, by the way, had a $5,000 bet. Uh, to win 45,000 on MVP that he bragged about on, on Twitter. Uh, something tells me somebody uh, will be voiding How's that, that bet work? out. Well, Can I'm you gonna, void it out before you know it's from illegal funds? Well, they're going to have to investigate. I'm going to guess that bet either. A, let's put it this way. He's never seen that money. Well, wait, can he get this $5,000 back? I don't know. It's stolen money, probably, potentially, allegedly. I mean, you got to prove it, though, right? I mean. Yeah, Cody. Um, I did like this tweet from, from a producer at KCTV5. Said, Patrick Mahomes being so good that he drives people to rob banks to see him play every week should probably wrap up the MVP debate. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's close. Go ahead, Jed. Write something down. Nick's Notable Notes. Jed talks. We're not going to talk more about uh, Chiefs. Oh, we will. Next wow. hour. Next hour, we might. Not in this one specific segment. Not we're during gonna your take, segment. We're okay. going to take a break. All right. Some breaking news. Iowa State has canceled two college basketball games, both the men and women's game, due to a severe weather forecast. How nervous are you guys for the alleged snowmageddon and possibly negative 30 degree temperatures that I mean, are coming? I'll just be inside. No, I understand cold weather is unpleasant, but I know that I work on Thursday, so I'll have to deal with it a little bit. And I feel bad for people who have to do outdoor work mm-hmm. or be outside for a variety of reasons. The second I finish shoveling my driveway, I will be inside done with it over so we mentioned the temperature for the chiefs game on saturday and right now it looks like just what thursday gonna get maybe four inches of snow maybe more in some other areas in the metro area and then yeah the windshield is the big thing negative 30 windshield that's absolutely brutal i i 
must have known the weather was going to be this way because you're off months in advance when I already had asked off Thursday and Friday. So I, I mean, I truly am not leaving the house. I'm going to the grocery store tonight. You know, I don't usually go to the grocery store to buy a bunch of stuff because it's just me. This will be one of those rare times. I will end up going to the grocery store. I know I'm not buying milk and bread. That's the, I'm going to buy what I want. I'm going to buy milk and bread. I'm Mozzarella buy, sticks. Buy whatever. And, uh, and I will be ready to go, man. I will be inside except to let the dog out briefly, have, and that's it. I have friends and family coming over on Friday for our annual drinking and gambling event. Do I you already, think wind chills will drive people away? Yeah, I already you, text, you, you texted me wind yesterday. Wind chills? Oh, yeah. Cody, negative 30. That is uh, that's as bad All as it I'm gets, asking man. you to do is get in your car and then drive to my house. People, you can be inside the whole time. People don't want to drive in that. inside my home. People don't want to drive in that. And also, there might still be some snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't. You texted me yesterday said, hey, are you coming? Coming to this deal on Friday, I said, "Look, man, I I'm out." I didn't I'm get out. an invitation. Well, I knew that you had your wedding. Well, I, I we will be done by like six thirty. Oh well, then you're welcome. I no, just figured you had that. plans. So that's gonna be a cold outdoor wedding you're having, man. Yeah, it's gonna be nice, really nice. It was foolhardy of us to plan it on the twenty third outside, but <sighs> here we sit. What'd you expect? Well, I, I'm the idiot who planned it. Yeah, um, all right. Years. Let's move next to the world of the world. Watch him by Chisaholic. He's got some spending money. I think well, he no, might he be a little bit tied I'm, up. I'm gonna guess time. those. I'm gonna guess those funds are all frozen currently as they investigate. Oh, nice, delicious pun there. I did. I didn't even mean that, but thank you. So the World Cup celebration in Argentina went on yesterday, but the bad news was that Lionel Messi and a couple of his other star teammates were almost thrown off the roof of a bus by a low-hanging street wire in Argentina. What do you what? guys make of this? Could you Jeez. imagine if that's like if that's how this story that. ended? Talk about a thirty for thirty. Yeah, I did not see this. That's well, thank goodness that that did not actually happen. That's that's wild. I've always wondered though. Sometimes I mean, we saw in the the parade here in Kansas City where you know guys are getting on and off the bus, or you're up on the the what do you call it, the double decker bus and things like that. That something you know you haven't we haven't heard a story of somebody drunkenly falling off or something. Fortunately, that's not yet. happened. So. Yikes. You said yet? I, you said I guess yet. Brady almost threw the trophy in the water once. That boat parade. I thought he did throw it in the water. No, he, I mean, oh, he, he successfully right. completed he made it across story, the boat. So it made it across, but the, the daughter or like granddaughter? The daughter of the creator like the, of the yeah, trophy the, was like super offended. The, the daughter or granddaughter of the individual who made the Lombardi trophy was like that. Like it was, took it as disrespect. I'm like, get over yourself. I mean, it is a fancy trophy to yeah, the world but of. It didn't harm anything. Sure, it did. The trophy. You just fished it out, man. It wouldn't have mattered. It's been a deep sea diver. So if that was the chief Super Bowl trophy, you would have been fine with Mahomes just tossing it yeah, around? Yeah, because it didn't break. Trophies, <laughs> like in my mind, the best sports trophies are the one that people aren't afraid that it's fun. Like the Stanley big Cup. dents that get stuck in the Stanley they Cup. It anyway. Or drink beer at it, but like whatever. Wait, you don't think they can buff out uh, an issue with the Super Bowl trophy? It'll be fine. They'll be okay. To the world of professional golf, the Masters is now going to allow players from the LIV tournament to play in the 2023 Masters. Is this a good idea or bad idea? How wow. much beef is really I, between these two tours? I'm all here for the drama that I think it creates. And let's, on, let's remember, the Masters is not part of the PGA Tour. It's its own event. Their job is to put together the best field possible, and that's what they're doing. So I'm actually glad that they will allow everybody to be part of this or everybody that's eligible to be part of the Masters. I mean, that's what you want to see the best golfers at the most historic golf event that exists other than maybe the british open so masters man i like it do you know big time tap over there is going to the masters he's going to the practice rounds i know right? accounts you're gonna bring us back how stuff? are you affording this trip sir <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the one trip I take this year. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot less fishy than hmm. I went to every single Chiefs road you, game for uh, the entire year. Are you driving year. or flying? You stopping on the way? I'll be flying. Okay. flying. You're not stopping anywhere. But no. you're renting a oh. car. Hmm. Uh, I have friends who live down in that area. Mm-hmm. They'll be picking me up. Mm-hmm. They'll be picking me up. Yeah. Who are these friends? Let's find out their whereabouts. They're currently uh, mm. not not in jail. So mm. I think that you know of. I mean, I feel like I'd find that out. Last one. <laughs> the NFL has cleared a path for Andrew Carter II to enter the NFL draft, uh, a yes. standout linebacker from uh, the West Point Academy. A very cool story. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, so th- this had been ongoing for a little while. I am I think this was clearly something that should have been taken care of long before it had to go up the, the food chain quite a bit uh, to make this possible, uh, to, to allow him to live out a dream being able to play in the NFL. I thought it was ridiculous that he wasn't allowed to do that. I, and I agree with you to a certain extent, but if you, like I had a friend who was not clearly good enough to play in the NFL, but yeah. he decided and was smart enough to get into West Point. Sure. I think if you go there, you understand the obligation that you have when you decide to go to the, you know, Army, Navy, Air Force. You understand that obligation. So but in spite of the fact that... To, doesn't he still fulfill that, though? I'm I mean, sure he probably know, does, yeah. but it'll be years down the road. To me, though, well, I, I guess it's a little bit like guys who go to BYU and things of that nature. Like, you know what you're signing up for when you go to BYU and you have a mission trip right. and things like that. To me, that's where I'm like, I don't know if it's, we necessarily have to create uh, laws and things to get these guys who knew what they were signing up for into the NFL. I, I think... You know, as long as the obligation is fulfilled at some point, then I I really don't have an issue with that. As long let's let's say he unfortunately gets bounced out of the league in two years, as long as he of course fulfills that obligation right after that and, and does what he was supposed to do. What is he in twenty years? Well, th- yeah, I mean, right? I mean, is he, is he, he's not supposed to be that kind of player. I don't think. But oh still. wow! No, he's not. I mean, no. Where's Binkley? Let's have his yeah, NFL breakdown. Bink, Bink will get us a mock draft for that. Bink did tell us thinking of your Masters trip that there's two Waffle Houses right next to the golf course. So that was very important. That I need to know Two about? Two Waffle Houses, yeah. Okay. And we learned that Jed had never been, never to, the been to a Waffle House. house never eaten at the Waffle wild. House. That's Jed Talks here on Cody and Gold. Coming up next, though, there's two things in particular I think that stand out right now about this football team heading into the postseason. Which one are you more concerned about? And we'll get to another trash of the day, which I'll, I'll just be honest. We'll probably be more discussion about the alleged bank robbery superfan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.